Yo, welcome to the Stoop Podcast, where we are social, theological, we entertaining, and we woke, baby. Stoop Podcast, let's go. Hey, this is the Gym City Gent, P-Mac, and I'm here with my homeboys, the fellas, having a good time, man, Yo. and we, we back on the podcast. Trav, yes, what's up, man? What's happening, P-Mac? Big Phil? We back, up. man. We in here, baby. This is and the we back. Stoop Podcast. Hey man, go Lakers! <laughs> hey, check this out, man. Oh last night God. I couldn't, but I don't know what's up with y'all, man. I couldn't even go to bed last night, man. Hey, this these these playoffs, man, oh, got man, me got real. me messed up at night, man. Oh, man. I, I, hey. I, I was I was messed up last night too. I, yeah, it's, I, I text my home when he said y'all staying up. I said, man, it's second round, and this is the People's Western Conference Finals anyway. Golden State in Houston, so I had to stay up for uh, for that twelve o'clock. You know what's crazy is I didn't think it was going to really be as hot as it was because, of course, uh, the great LeBron James is not a part of this, and the you know the the ratings did kind of go down that first round, but this is what people wanted to see. This is what you know. I think everybody kind of tired of Golden State, and we all know Houston would have beat them last year if Chris Paul would have never got hurt. You know what I'm saying? I'm living we and all dying that. by that. We all know that. Okay. So, <laughs> I think everybody really want to do But I think the shocker is Milwaukee. Man, Milwaukee, well, listen, Milwaukee man, even, even the fact that it's just a, a low-budget state. It, yes. It's just like a low-income Team to the industry is just, just is they playing ball, man. Greek, Greek, Greek the freak is, is just doing the thing, man. And it's pronounced Millie Walkie. <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, you know Charles Barkley said it's gonna be Milwaukee and Houston oh, yeah. in the finals with Milwaukee taking Milwaukee it in six. That's what he say. Um, to Milwaukee to win the the championship. The world. Yeah, he said man, Milwaukee, you know, they, Milwaukee, Milwaukee will win the world. I'm guaranteeing it. He, he made who, who's the last? Chuck, who's the last big star of the Milwaukee Bucks? Ray Allen. Ray Allen. That's it. And that's probably you probably don't even think so. <laughs> Ray I mean, Allen. He was a star, but you know he didn't take him nowhere. Last one took nah, him somewhere. Nah, he's Finals. Was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Well, well, I mean, we well, talking about you got to get some championships Excuse me, now. Luell. Luell. Well, he was Kareem then. He was Kareem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah he yeah, was okay. Kareem then. He okay. came on in. Well, Ray, Ray Allen was a bad. You talking about Jesus Shuttlesworth. Well, well he, was, he was the man. Ain't but no question. He, but he ain't, ain't no question. he ain't take him to the promise. He ain't take him to the promise. He ain't take him to the promise. We took him to the East Conference Finals, though. But, I mean, I'm I'm happy to see the East. Because, you know, the East for a while, it was like, okay, who LeBron going to be? Who LeBron going to be? Who Miami going to be? So, it's. It's interesting to see, you know, these new. I got Toronto coming out of the East. I think Kawhi Leonard is a beast, and I, I think they'll go seven. I think Milwaukee and Toronto are going to be in the East Conference Finals. They're going to go seven games, and I think the championship pedigree of Kawhi is going to show up. Yeah. And I think Milwaukee and them are still one one year away. But if they well, beat Toronto, they, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, he got to beat Philly. The problem is. Is that they're gonna beat Philly? I think they will too, but they match up better with um, they do match up better with Milwaukee. Like yeah, yeah, because that's same, same style, same style, and you don't have no prominent big man, right? But MB, MB he nice. Yeah, yeah he, he nice. said he was sick the other day, so we'll we'll see what's MB, going on he, with he it. But Boston right. to me is the absolute disappointment yes, of the playoffs, they are. man. They have the personnel. Yeah. Jason Tatum has gone to sleep. He gone. He I don't understand him and Ben Simmons, man. They are showing their youth on their respective teams. They're showing their inexperience. Ben Simmons uh, is hard, and, and they look and they look fearful. Yeah, literally, they look well, like they're scared to make the mistake. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And Ben Simmons, he's just scared to be himself. 
and he's so concerned about no, what people to shoot have. A jump shot. Pat, see, and you need to learn to shoot the jump. You need to go shoot three hundred balls a day, doctor. And you need to get out there with, with Steve O. Yes, and get mm-hmm. you a mid range, <laughs> get you a mid range shot because they don't win the champ. They don't win a championship in Philly. They are championship ready. If he gets a jump shot. Yeah, and, and and listen, you cannot be the point guard and can't shoot a jump shot or shoot free throw. 15 footer. Yeah. So that's that's just you know, I saw something. I cringe, man. I cringe watching this like legit. Like I was in my kitchen and it just it made me cringe. I was watching um Ben Simmons shoot three pointers in a warm up and <laughs> I legit like cr- every time he shot, I was like, because oh, normally in warm up people be wet. He make not one of them three pointer shots from the corner, the short three, and every time he shot it, it was like so ugly. And I just went in the kitchen like, oh, oh, like don't do that. It, yeah. And now it's in his head. That was in the that's now it's in his head, head. especially when a when a Joker back off of you. Yeah. Oh man, boy, that's embarrassing. Free throw line. And oh they, man, when they willing to live. If, if you hit it, yeah, we gonna live with oh that my shot. God, we yeah, gonna that's live embarrassing, with it. man. And but Boston, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, uh, uh, P. Mac. Boston is, and but you know what? We I can ain't bring tripping. Kyrie to L. A. That's why I say, yeah. it's oh, all it is Lord. just helping me yeah. to say helping me get my uh, my Kyrie and LeBron fix <laughs> next year. And be like, well, come on, go to L. A. Doctor. So, uh, did you did you see the shot episode with Bron when he talked about how he learned about uh, I did. Magic leaving? Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, I saw that. That was his pretty upsetting. Came when he was stretching. Yeah, say Magic gone. Yeah, that that was interesting get, that that he and Magic didn't have that conversation. How uh, you feel about that as a Laker? Tell us how you really. Well, you feel. know, a lifetime Laker fan, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, it was some trepidation in that, man. I was, I was, uh, I was kind. Of, it, it's almost like when Magic announced that he had HIV. You know, what yeah. I mean, it was just like, where did this come from? You know, something else is going on and. Uh, but uh, you know, Magic is a family man, and he's a businessman, and you know he's got some other ventures going on. So I think it's more to it than just somebody bothering you in the office or talking about you an absentee uh, president or whatnot. But you know, some something else is going on. So uh, whatever Magic is doing, you know, we wish him well. But deep down in the reservoirs of my mind, <laughs> I'm just hoping there's some kind of plot. To this whole a thing, plot. a Laker plot, and and Magic wanted to take away some of the attention from himself because they were trying to blame him for recruiting and all that, mm-hmm. so that when these deals go down, mm-hmm. he can say he had nothing to do with it, and then there'll be this great reunion between him and Jeannie Buss and the family will be mm-hmm. back together again. I see it. I see mm-hmm. it in my spirit. Mm-hmm. Boy, you are you a hold, real Laker. You, you, yet, you yet holding on. <laughs> I'm oh, yet man. holding on. It's deep down in my so, mind. So y'all want to get a superstar next year? Is it, oh, would yeah, there, we, would yeah, there be a superstar to. next to LeBron next year? We, we have to. We have to. Yeah, well, yeah, LeBron's yeah. on limited time. We saw his first major injury, and yeah. uh, um, and it's one of those injuries that can be reoccurring. It's a growing injury, man, and that thing is, you know, yep, there's really no way to gauge it. You yep. just have to play. And so when you start having those type of injuries, uh, you got to make some moves. And and, and it's, it's age is telling I on mean, you I mean, I was going to say it's the first – that injury yeah. is one of the injuries is one of the first signs of aging. It's like, yeah. yes, sir. okay, you, you're you getting older. Because yeah. he stretched. I mean, he takes care of his body. Uh, so he's yeah. spending $2 million a year on his body. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, like he what ain't it is. doing. Father yeah. time is undefeated. undefeated. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Except for with Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that is. With Tom Brady. Don't speak of that name on this show. <laughs> he shall not be spoken of on this. But, so uh, wait, let me ask this question real quick. Uh, I know we got you know everything on on you know, on my mind, but uh, uh, now I moved to Jacksonville. 
Don't so worry. I have I have let go of all of my football teams. Don't worry. Okay. And I am going to be okay. a Jacksonville okay. Jaguar Welcome. fan. Come on with it. Welcome, brother. Welcome so, so over this summer. You're part of the beloved. What, as we start screaming and shouting, oh. what am I shouting about? Give me some names. Give yeah. me some people. Give me some offense. Tell me what it is that I'm telling people they ought to sure, look for. Sure, sure, you go. I mean, because you, you are sitting with two <laughs> Uh, legit. Prominent legit fans. <laughs> well, talk to like, me. Like, like, you, you go so, ahead. So, I'm gonna turn know, from the Gym City gent, yeah, to the Jag gent. There you go. Hey, hey, we is. ready. So, you know, last year was a, a great disappointment. I sat in the stands as as Brother Philip did many a mm. one o'clock afternoons. Hot, hot, bothered, uh, upset, peed off with the Jaguars. But you know, um, this year's gonna be a good year because. We have a great defense that's returning. Uh, we still got Jalen. We still got the, I think, the best defensive line in the association uh, in, in the league. Who's the lineman? Who who can I uh, brag the, on? The, the, the mayor. Yeah, defense. Oh, the, the mayor, mayor. Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell. The uh, mayor. We got Ndokwe coming off the edge. Which uh, probably, I don't mean to cut you off. Tom, uh, Dave, Shot. Pay the man, unique and Dockway. Yeah. It's time pay to the man. pay time him. To pay him this year. Don't wait till yeah. next year. Pay that time man. Pay. His his his, his sacks speak for themselves. We yes. just got Josh Allen, who I hated as a Gator, but I love him now as a Jaguar. I hated okay. him at Kentucky as a Gator because he destroyed every offensive line in the SEC. It's Josh Allen, he coming. Um, so we we our defense is going to be if our defense can play with a lead. Our defense played from behind last year, and it just was was horrible. But if our defense can play with a lead, yes, sir, because we got this boy behind. So that are we ball believing now? in Nick Foles? Are we oh, believing I believe in him. I'm no, believing. That, that, that's what I was say. We have the Super Bowl winning MVP on our team, number yes. one. So what you and then you got to think about it like this: even the 2017 season when we went uh, ten and six, went to the AFC. Miles Jack still ain't down. You know what I'm saying? Miles Jack still not down. Exactly. So that defense. Uh, our, they we played ahead. Like it, we won most of our games ahead. Last year, we lost at least five games. I know for sure that if we would have had a quarterback that could just yes. get us a couple first downs, yes, and get us in within field goal range, not yes. even win a touchdown, we would have won five more games last year. Like it was, I can. Pick them out yes. from Pittsburgh to Philadelphia and when they was in London to Washington Redskins game we lost to the uh, Indianapolis Colts when we was down 29 nothing mm. in the first half and we came all the way back within the touchdown. And, but this boy just he, – he, he throw five good balls and then he throw one real, real, real bad one. And well, well let, me, let me ask something. I, you know, I'm an old Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'm an old Denver Bronco fan with John Elway. I, you know, I, I roll with – with, with with my man, you know, I, when he got back to Denver and he won his championship going out, you know, the old Tennessee boy. But, you know, 10-6, and six, and we're in the championship game. Mm -hmm. Did we exceed expectations? Because 10-6, you know, that's not like you ran the league. So now, nah. so now have we, are we overstating? How good we are, or 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 nah, and and because see, I'm a numbers guy. I mean, sometimes yeah. I get in trouble with my employer because uh, <laughs> he tells me get off the statistics and the numbers. But after a while, numbers don't lie. Numbers it's the only perfect lie. science. It's the only lie, perfect science. So right. if 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 I'm a 50 percent shooter and I just made five in a row, the probability is I'm getting ready to miss the next five. Okay, yeah. all right. So, so 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 ten and six says to me, right? 
that you're a mediocre team right. that that can win a game, but you normally lose a couple of games because of some situations that could have made you twelve and four, but you might have won a couple that could have made you eight and eight. So let me t- let me let me. You are exactly right. We were ten and six because of the quarterback we had. Yes. If we had the quarterback we have now, we are easily thirteen and three. Easily. So so we are putting a lot of weight. On on Nick Foles, does yes, he sir. have an that's offensive why had, line? That's why he's getting eighty eight million dollars. Does he have an offensive line? Did um, they did they spend eighty eight million on him and and took money from the we offensive did, we drafted, line? We drafted arguably the number one offensive lineman available in the draft uh, from out of Florida. Um, we got some guys coming back. Our offensive line was injured last year. We got some guys coming back. So it, this is a quarterback league, though. You know, it it, a lot of winning teams live and die by their quarterback. So it's not like we building a new formula. We don't need Nick Foles to be Tom Brady. Brady. No. We just need Nick Foles to be an excellent a step above an excellent game manager. Yes. We don't, we don't need to be a game manager. We need to be a step, step above, above an it. excellent game manager. And I think our defense can hang with anybody. We need for him to be able to go get a touchdown yes. if we need to get a touchdown. Exactly. Like or if go we get need, a field goal or range. Go get a field goal in range if we need to go get it. And we could not count on Blake Boys to do that. Because I'm feeling some kind of way. So I left Ohio just in time when Cleveland oh, looked man. like Y'all they getting ready to boy. turn it around. They do. And now I'm now I'm down here in Jacksonville. So guess what? Okay. I'm listening. I'm with my bros. I'm mm-hmm. with my bros now. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm believing in y'all. So Jacksonville Jaguars has my vote. Yeah. I'm, I'm going I'm to cast my vote for the Jaguars. I'm a, Come on. I'm, I'm a, I'm oh, yeah. a, I'm, I am electing them Come on. as the team to beat. But Come check on, it out. Right? Cleveland, that Cleveland team, before before the trading deadline is closed, one of them will be gone because it ain't number one football. Oh, he prophesied. It ain't number one football. He just prophesied. And on be, paper, man. that's a lot of egos. It's a lot. But, you know, the a, that, that, that AFC deal – up in that way, you know, they believe in having a whole bunch of receivers and, and just airing that ball out, yeah. going back through the day. It's going to be a tough cover, though. That safety going to be. And Cleveland is trying to change their image. They used to try to do that gut football, but it ain't never worked. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so I'm leaving Cleveland. I'm coming to Jacksonville. I'm, I'm I'm voting for them, and, and and as a matter of fact, speaking of voting, uh, yeah, I need I need to find out about some candidates around here and some <laughs> stuff that's going on, because uh, I'm Man. not up on that either. So I gotta I gotta get ready to vote. I saw some for early voting on yeah. the 14th, so that's a major deal too. Yeah, uh, it is. Um, because some that's, people that's who, gonna be who major may not be voting who thought they was gonna be able to vote. Oh man, you say uh, way yeah. right into what we want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's jacked up right there. Oh man, so uh, so a lot of people have 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 seen it. Um, well, last year, you know, uh, the last election, one of the big pushes in Florida was this Amendment 4, um, where uh, convicted felons will be given the chance to vote. And I think the number said uh, 1.4 million, I want to say, certain convicted felons, not murderers um, in, in certain extreme cases, but certain convicted felons, uh, and we know pre- predominantly those are minorities. Absolutely. And a lot of those are African-American males like us. So that's a lot of people to sway some voting. As Florida is always one of those, every time you watch major elections, it's always eyes on Florida. Uh, we know what happened years ago with uh, with uh, uh, Bush. Um, and um, the, what's the guy Bush ran against in Florida? And they had to recount the ballots and – um, Al Gore, yeah, Al yeah. Gore and, uh, and Bush, and yeah. so we had Amendment Four. 
Uh, Al Gore's and, internet. He's the internet owner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had Amendment Four to say that we we in Florida voted for them to be able to have their rights to uh, to vote. Uh, but then you had this bill um, that came out, uh, and it's causing a lot of uproar. Um, and today we, we're talking about justice, right? We're talking about justice and faith and justice. And uh, as believers, uh, because that's our persuasion, um, the guys on the stool, we, we, we have a Christian uh, persuasion and a Christian world worldview. Uh, world but um, this uh, proposal comes out and kind of adds on, and it wasn't in, in anything last year when we voted, but it adds on that a felon um, has to pay all court fees, fines, um, and restitution to be eligible for automatic vote restoration. And this kind of started coming out because people were going to, to register. Uh, like this one gentleman in South Florida, and they told him he had a $1,000 he owed from 2006 uh, from something he was convicted of. So it's causing a big uproar because to me, PMAC, it kind of smells like poll taxing. Uh, it didn't smell like it. Okay. Tastes like it. it. Tastes like it. Okay. If it's yeah. if, it, if it if it's a it's quite yeah. like a chicken if yeah. if you fry it and it, it get yeah. golden brown and it must be chicken so to me it's it's poll taxing at its core and so there's a lot of uproar about this because um you know some of these people have records for weed and it's people today investing and making big money off with the same people in legislation that put them into prison for crime bill and those things are not investing money into cannabis. That's big business. And because of a nonviolent first time offender, your voting privileges are taken away for what people thought was the rest of their life. And then this happens when we vote and then they come in and, and slide this in. And, and so I did some digging cause I, my first thought process was, okay, well how much people owe? Like, is it, is it that big of a, you know, how much do people really owe, um, in, in, in court fines and, and really what is this situation with fines? And I had to talk to my wife cause she worked for the public defender's office, but let's just talk about one County real quick. One County, Miami Dade, Miami Dade County. All right. Give y'all some statistics on this. Cause this blew my mind. I'm a, I'm a, a numbers or money guy. I ain't no numbers guy. I used to deal with money a lot. Miami Dade County alone has over 200, and $78 million in court fines related to felony convictions currently outstanding right now. Just in Miami-Dade County. Palm Beach County has over $195.8 million owed. Palm Beach? Palm Beach County, yes. Palm, Palm Beach, Beach County, County has over $195.8 million owed right now. Uh, for convicted, uh, convicted uh, felons. Now, so, now, now, now. Before we even talk about the fairness and the poll tax deal, that that obviously a suggested statement that we're we're bringing up with that, and I, I don't think we're we're by ourselves. A couple of things not. I want to put on the table as we talk about this to kind of help permeate the conversation, or yeah. you know, be a thread in the conversation. Where's this money going when they pay it back? What is it mm. going to help? Mm. And then number two, mm. um, what what is the initial punishment for voting when you receive a felony? Well, and I'm glad you said that. Let's some people some people may not know what 
poll taxing is. Like, so, yeah. like, let's explain to them what what yeah. that is and why, how is the basis of that. And, and I think it'll kind of help yeah. the, you know, for those who are listening, definitely, definitely, understand yeah. why these, why these Question, questions yeah. are way more important and, like, pretty much. Because it's, f- yeah. it's not a new thing. So, it's not. So you got poll taxing. Um, me and Mo, Mo is our producer. Shout out to Mo in the building. Mo, making Mo, Mo we love you, Mo, man. Mo, Mo, Mo's Mozart. a legend. Me and Mo are PBS, PBS fanatics because it's educational and it's good information. And one of them was about Reconstruction. So, you know, you have a period of slavery. And go check that out on PBS. It's a four-part document on Reconstruction. Amazing, amazing work. Um, but poll taxes came into place, you know, we get liberated from slavery, emancipation, and you have this period called Reconstruction, which was to really, you know, reconstruct America post-slavery. And uh, now you have this whole demographic of people that are now seen as human beings or on paper seen as human beings. Five-fifths instead of three-fifths. Exactly, right. yeah. All right. Um, and now you have all these uh, rights of Americans that are being given to them, <clears throat> and we're given the right to vote. Um but with that right comes, okay, now we're going to put all these stipulations in place right. that you got to read this paper in order to vote. You got to know what this says in order to vote. And then also you got to, there's a, a fee you have to pay if you're not able to do these things. And we're going to put these fees in place. And so you have these poll taxes that come in place that really Im- impede people from being able to um, swiftly and without any trepidation or fear play a part in the right of voting. So kind of like a prerequisite. A, a pre, yeah, a yeah. unjust prerequisite. Unjust so prerequisite, yeah. Okay. That's, that's, we're talking about the 1800s when this is introduced. And you still have lingering things that have been going on over the years. Uh, the thing that happened in Georgia mm-hmm. uh, with all these issues with voting. No um, lingering. No and, lingering. Even the, the, the power outage with yeah. the, in Georgia yeah. for gov- voting for governor. They had a power outage in this major, you know, people in the line out the door because there, there wasn't any power cords to hook the things up. Um, all these things. So so that's kind of the background. Rezoning. Um, re- rezoning. Rezoning. All these things. Mind you, the Jacksonville. Poll- how, yeah. how, do we, how do we get to Jacksonville, yeah. right? It used to be Jacksonville wasn't as big as it is, but you got this guy back in, I think, the uh, mid-1960s maybe. Um, that's about to win the mayor and be the first black mayor. So they said, no, we're going to make Jacksonville all these other little small counties. Yeah. And now you get the biggest city in America because we want this guy to be to be mayor. Because vote, because voting really is the civil way of taking over. Oh man, it is. You know what I mean. So back in, back in the day, before voting comes into play, we get a whole bunch of people that agreed on the same way, and we just gonna go in and power something. Yep. Yep. You know, we taking power over. Power move. We, we, that's yes, it, that's all it is. So it's a civil way yep. of a takeover. So now, when you have certain people or a certain group of people who have now become empowered to be a part of that group in the takeover, you've got to deconstruct that. You have to break that down. You have to kill that. Mm. And so now we've got to find ways to eliminate the power of takeover. Yeah. Because if, if, you know, there are certain people out there that I don't, I don't find, they're not proponents of truth for me uh, holistically. However, every now and then they say some things that are, that are real. And you can't you can't deny it. Mm-hmm. But when you start looking at minorities, especially yes. African Americans, absolutely. If we came together, we'd be the third largest country 
in the world. Mm. And so when you start talking about that and you live in America mm. and you start coming together and being empowered and thinking together and look at reinvesting and all those things, you become too powerful for the powers to be to mm. allow that to take place. This is why I ask to define poll taxing so people can understand the root of yeah. these situations. Mm -hmm. And until we, you know, man, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record, but it is what it is. It is to dehumanize, not only dehumanize, but it is to place in value who matters more mm -hmm. in this country. Like yeah. who gets the last say so, what we're not going to allow you to do. We are just going to remind you of who you are mm -hmm. and what we think of you. Like all of these these things, these statements come into play when you have situations like this. This I'm pretty I'm a, I'm a very open-minded uh, guy, I think, I would say. You know, my, you know, on my, certain things. My, my, on certain things. My wife would probably say yeah, I disagree on some on others. But um you know, I was uh, when the when we had the um, the felony uh, voting Amendment situation, four, yeah. Amendment 4. So when we had Amendment 4 come about, I said, man, this is what I I, I said it in, in my mind. I didn't say it to nobody. I said, if we pass Amendment 4, um, but if a certain individual does not get elected into office, it's not going to, I'm telling you, something is going to come about to where they are going to do something to where that's not going to matter. Mm -hmm. Like they were going to, they were going to find a way to make sure that this amendment does not play a huge part in the way this state is ran. Like they were going to, and let alone the country. So I said, if, um, this individual doesn't win, which in turn he did not win. <laughs> once I once I found out that he did that that he he did not win, I said it is only a matter of time. Now I didn't think it was going to be as fast as it was, which is what you'll hear us talk about a little more in the podcast today about how they are now going to keep these individuals from having a voice because of what we are going to be talking about today, which we kind of hit on a little bit when it comes to fees. When you're looking at somebody like Dade County, Miami is the biggest city population wise in the state of Florida. Mm -hmm. It has all types of people. It is the perfect example of what America supposed to represent. <laughs> we got all nations. We got all different types of people. This is the land of the free home of the brave. When you make it here, you can you can start your dream. This is America. You make it over, come on and join us. That we wall? are do it's it is considered quote unquote a sanctuary city. That's, that's mm -hmm. right. Just like New York City. It's like come on in. You know, if you come in, even if you even if we don't really agree with how you got here a little bit, you can come on in. You come on come in, on you're here. You come as you are. Come as you are. That's why it's sanctuary. Come yeah, as you are. But it 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 is going to affect the amendment four when you have fees up to a billion. What do what do we what do we say? Man, so total in Florida, it's over a billion that are due right now across the state. Over a billion felony fines. 
that to do right now. That's what are they going to do so, with so this he, recoup so, money? So is he, it going so into the court system? So he, is it, exactly. So, so Florida, um, Florida, uh, basically is one of the states is unique because it relies almost entirely on fines and fees for the courts to be ran. And they they actually I was doing some reading and it says so much so that Florida has the term cash registered justice. It was coined in Florida, cash registered justice, because our court system is ran by these fines that are collected. And so that's why in Florida you have these minimums for certain convictions. You have a minimum five thousand dollar fine. You have a minimum ten thousand dollar fine for certain big crimes. And so basically, these dollars are supposed to go um, to fund. The court system and so in the mid 90s you know florida created all these categories of financial obligations for criminals um and uh you know these these crimes come with fines and the money from that goes to support you know be it the, a public defender's what office they support or, or, what do they support brother the Travis? court the courts that, that's that's what the courts see 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 they, for they, us and, florida was the vacation spot you move to florida you retire to florida you hang out. They don't. All your income, there's residual that's coming in. There's no income tax on it. Mm-hmm. No state tax. So, mm-hmm. so all you paying is toll fees and all these things when you come to Florida. So the deal is, you commit crimes and come to Florida, you gonna pay. Oh yeah, yeah. you gonna you pay. come to Florida yes. and start committing crimes, you're gonna pay. Yes. and you're gonna have to pay to regain your citizenship Absolutely. because what what the thing that absolutely. Uh, um, marks you as an adult citizen in any community is your right to vote. Yes. Yes. So once you commit a crime, you have gone back to slavery. Yes. Because mm. you have now to pay to become an adult citizen again. Yes. So yeah. the deal is all these people that have committed a crime, if they're and I don't know how far they're going back, but uh, but you know and, that, and it's on the books and 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 so so that really wasn't legislated how far they're going back. But I think you're right. If it's on, it the, books, on the books and you have done your time, now now here here's the question: If it's on the books and you have been see in Florida, once you committed a felony, you can no longer vote ever. Yeah, that before, was so, before, so, amendment, be, before, before amendment four, before amendment four, you can, right. ever. So, but as soon as they gave you amendment four. They come right back and say, oh, yeah, you can vote if you pay. If, if you pay. pay. If now, you, if you now pay most of these people aren't going to be able to pay on the spot. No, and they not know at all. that. Not at all. And they also know that this allows the democratic process to not be fully exactly. in, 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 uh, invoked in this situation because uh, you, you, you've got a, a mass amount of people. Who no longer have a voice? The majority, 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 majority of people who don't have a voice, and it is it it you're not going to allow the democratic this process. process because you never did. You never did. <laughs> That's like like let's just be real. You never did, and you never will. Because in the state of Florida, you would have a it, it would be really hard to convince me that if you allowed Amendment Four to pass if you allow every color ethnicity voting and they get out and they vote it will be very hard to convince me that um we you know you we couldn't change the narrative in this state about black and brown people like it would be hard to convince me you but you have to do something in order for that narrative to 
to remain as it is and what it is. And this is one of those ways. So it's like we pass it. Now you got to pay. And it's like what you said. Some of these individuals will never be able to pay this debt. Never be able to pay. And they know that. I would oh, be yeah. surprised in a five-year span if 10% of the people paid this fine or fee and was able to vote again. To me, I, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm, I'm not a black nationalist to that degree. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not somebody that's, that's always pessimistic about what the majority uh, has, has done in the advancement of, of our nation, colored people in, in, in particular, uh, you know, like the NAACP, you know, you know, might have been founded by a non, you know, African-American mm-hmm, yeah. and things of that nature. So I, I'm not I'm not bashing that. But I said I asked myself the question. Was it prayer? Or the need for soldiers that got us the Emancipation Proclamation? Mm. You free, yeah. but you free to die. Yeah. We need See, because before that, you had to stay on the field while we fought. Yeah. And we'll come back home with the victory. And then y'all just keep tending. Now, I'm going to make you free, man. You want to be free? Yeah. Okay, here go a gun. gun. I need you to the front line yeah. to fight for your country. Yeah, your country. That so was even, it prayer? That you're not even a human being there yet. Was it prayer even. or power mm. that, that, that caused the revolution? That's, that's my question. That's mm. been my question. You free me, but you send me to the front line to die and make me feel good yeah. mm. about dying for my country yeah. that was just whooping me on a tree. Was it because you really loved a, a, a group of people that you invited more into the house? Or was it more convenient, Mr. Jefferson, for you to get to the girl? Yeah. Mm. So it's, it really comes down to motive. And a lot of times yep. we got to take the bait because it seems better than our state right now. Yep. Yep. So 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 that's where you know I'm gonna go back to my Christian persuasion. Sometimes it's better to be content yeah. in whatever state you're in yeah, right. because when you take the bait, then all of a sudden because you know we those that could vote that was probably minority jumped on Amendment Four yep. because we are saying rah rah we're gonna get uh, it back, but nobody asked the question: Is it gonna stand as Amendment Four with no contingencies? Yeah. Mm. Because that's the question: What's gonna be the contingency? And we need to block it. Mm-hmm. We need to block the fact that you can put any stipulations yep. on a on a ex felon being mm-hmm. able to re- return and get their voting rights back. And I we, think we, we need to block it. I but think if we should say that. We didn't say that, uh, and I think now. we should have been on top of something like that because we've had too many experiences in this country mm-hmm. that let you know just because you yeah like quote this ain't unquote, new yeah this, this ain't, ain't new. new this is not new when we when that was passed you should have known like this country was built on, on stuff like this on stuff like this like you look like, at you look at the the voting uh the voting act in uh, night in 1965 that gets passed that's right I'm I'm looking at the I'm I'm doing this reconstruction study looking at this PBS special. In 1865, they did it, that was the first time it was 18 100 years before that they passed the voting. And then reconstruction happened and then Jim Crow happened and you went backwards and then you had to do it again. So 1965 was round 2. Yes. We 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 read that in the in the history books around 1965. Yes, that's that's amazing. That was round 2. That was the second try at the same thing. And so now we got 2019 where you got people, and I just looked at the number, but one point four. It's a, it's a expected that that amendment four affected one point four million people. Now, if you just say okay, half of the people are not going to vote, 
if you just okay, just half ain't gonna vote. You still got seven hundred thousand people that could change, change everything. 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 Expect- the minority vote has always changed. Everything. everything and that's why we've always been pushing for people to get out to vote and that's why I get mad at, at minorities and African Americans who don't like Donald Trump. Come on, Uh-oh. talk. Come on, you well, you talk to Uh-oh. us then. Tell us why you're mad. I'm mad because you voted for him. Ooh. Uh-oh. You voted Uh-oh. for him. Talk about you mad. cannot be a Christian mad at Donald mm. Trump, African American, because you voted for him. Mm. It was your freaking vote mm. that brought him in. Now mm. I'm not telling you you should have voted for Hillary. I'm yeah. not saying you should vote for 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 the things that they stood for. I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. saying you can't complain. You took the lesser of two evils, and now you got to live with it. <laughs> yeah. It's just simple as that. You that knew you it was did. vinegar on these greens. You did. You can't put hot sauce on it trying to get rid of the you vinegar. You can't Those do two it. things don't mix. You put hot sauce and vinegar in water, they're going to just swirl together. Mm. And that's just simple as that. And P Mac, when you said you voted for it, I thought about the other side too. For some people, you voted for it because you didn't vote. Yep. So your vote counted. That's what it I was a non vote. That's what I thought he was implying. It was a non vote. Yes, I would. Non vote. Your, your vote. That. Your vote counted. Yes. It was a non vote that counted. And so yes, you helped the process. And so and so people are stupid. Say I'm just gonna not participate. And you know what? I've thought about that. I've listened to people get the argument. And on a national scale, and I think me and Phil talked about this. On a national scale, like hey. I, I get that you may feel like nationally, you know what I'm saying, my vote don't count. I give you that point. My vote don't count when it comes to presidential elections. So you, I appreciate that. I give it to you for the president. For the president. For the president. For the president. Right. But when you talk about the totality of voting, who your mayor is, yes. who your council members yeah, are, yes. who your congressmen yeah. are, your senators are, all those things, people, people, they look at the numbers, uh, the numbers for mayor for Jacksonville. Man, it was like a, a a few hundred thousand people yep. that showed up to vote for mayor and the other stuff that we were voting right, for. Right. Stuff that you feel personally immediately. Immediately, immediately. you yeah. feel who's yeah. the mayor or who's the council yeah. member of your city. Yeah. And we got our ancestors that died for got this right. Billy Club for the right to vote. And so for this stuff like this, and you know, we gotta talk about it, we gotta make noise about it because when you you ask where the money is going, and you know the the the, the court system or the fines is where it's going, then you look at the when you look at most of this stuff goes in collections, and they could put up to thirty five percent interest on these fines when it goes to collections. And but thirty five percent. But here here's what here's what I'm I'm confused about, right? So I'm a felon. I got a fine or a fee. I'm not going to get to vote again. And the fine or a fee that has nothing to do with the time I spend in jail mm. nor my probation or parole. Because mm. eventually I'm going to, because all these people are not on probation or parole to owe this money. Yeah. They're off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's off. not linked to my probation or parole. So in reality, in reality, the court system has survived without it. Oh, yeah. And it's going to continue to survive. So so in reality, the court system has not been dependent on this money. No, it hasn't. That's just where it's going. That's just or where at least where they're saying it's going. going. Yeah. So this money, the so truth that's a for lot the matter, of money. that's a lot, billion dollars. That's a lot of money that you're asking to be collected. Well, here's the deal. It's a deterrent. Mm. It's a deterrent. 
Yeah. Pine saw don't kill a roach, but a roach don't like the smell. It's yeah. a deterrent. <laughs> right? So yeah. just to say you got to pay is another way to keep people from not wanting to vote. Yeah. It's, it. it's another way of causing frustration. To add it on to, it's another way added on to, we're going to close the poll at this time because, you know, the people in this community, they can't get here off time, enough time off That's work right. to vote. That's nope. right. It's, it's on top of, uh, it's, it, it's hot. And they're gonna have to stand outside, and we know people are gonna. So it's it's just another. In Alabama, man, they put they they closed polls in Alabama a couple years ago, and it was taking people two hours. Yeah. To drive to the poll. Yep. And we talking about poll people. Yeah. Yep. I'm not getting ready to spend no four hours. Yeah. To go to vote. Go, uh, yeah. And spend my money on a bus ticket yeah. and all of that, and I got to feed my kids and get yeah. shoes. I don't and even this, got the money to put the I, gas in my car. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And they know on. that. And they know it. And some of the roads that it took to go from where they were to where the pole was was bad roads. Yep. Yep. They know it. So it's it's just man, it's just barriers, man. It's yep. barriers and barriers and barriers. That's why we gotta. Oh, I'm about to sound like a black nationalist, so I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I better not say that. It's a say podcast. The jit done switched over. <laughs> now, you know what? I mean, look, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a pretty, you know, mellow conservative guy, but you know, I am my, my thoughts are kinda I mean, I guess what some people would say are radical. But you know what? Some radical thoughts are because of radical situations and radical obstacles. And radical evil when you really think about you know we, we as christians we believe that we don't wrestle necessarily against flesh and blood but against principalities and spiritual stuff and some stuff is just demonically influenced influenced and conjured up stuff that is happening in high places and you've got to be as radical as what we believe the enemy is with, with the stuff that's going on, because that's who's behind it. That's the spirit of the word that's behind it. Oppression, oppressing people, oppressive stances. God is a God of justice. And one of the things that he hates is injustice. And so, you know, maybe we do have to be a little militant sometime, but it's, this is crazy. Like this is wild stuff. Like I'm reading this stuff like Broward County, can put charge up to 35, like, I'm a numbers guy. 35% interest is That's a lot, crazy. Man. That's crazy. Man. I got a brother-in-law in prison right now, down the road, right now in prison. I was talking to my wife about this. He himself got three, $4,000 in fines right now, and he got three more years to go. What is that going to be when he get out? And then you want him to get out. Get out. And you, pay it. And pay it. And do, then, his, no, no, do his time. Do, do his the time. Pro, do the pro, serve all the his other time. Stuff. All do, his do other the, stuff. All the stuff he he's owned. on probation. All that other so stuff. So after he serves his time, he's gonna be on probation. He's got a. He's he's gonna have to show that he is no longer a a a, 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 a debt a, to society. A debt to society. You know, he got to go find a job. Which you, you can't know, work that, at most which job. is we already know what time it is with that when you are a felon. Yep. Um, and then. All the time, this money's accruing. Now, in the background, it's just accruing. It's just charging, charging, charging. Now, after a while, he going to have to go get some hard labor for underpayment. He becomes the next marginalized, underemployed individual. If he stays 
decriminalized, mm-hmm. he goes from being a marginalized, underpaid employee to an indentured servant. Mm. And eventually, we have recycled back to slavery. And see, yeah. It's a pipeline. It's a pipeline. It's a pipeline that I am counting the babies born of a particular demographic. So talk about that, P-Mac. Go, and, go and, and I'm in going to project how many of these individuals we can put in low labor. Yep. And everything we can do to dehumanize them as they don't matriculate the proper way is going to increase our probability of this low labor. It's slavery. It's slavery. And man, and this is and this it's is, slavery, and we don't see it. We, and, and here's the problem though. Here's where you get kickback. Here's where you get bust in the teeth. But here's some truth. I understand that the game is never going to be set for me to win. I got to stop playing. Mm. I can't keep sitting at a poker table Yeah. when the cards are marked mm. and only certain people in the room can see them. Mm. Yeah. So what we got to realize is, is by the first grade, second grade, our kids need to be able to read. Why is that, Our P-Man? Kids why, need, but why? Because, so talk, because, talk about because the, they're going to shift me through the system, and I'm going to be illiterate. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to keep up with technology. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be prepared for the Man, listen, 65% of the jobs that are available right now for second graders, when they graduate from school, those jobs will be gone. Mm. And 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 we we are not preparing our children for what's coming next. And everything, listen, man, if I'm a rich man of a majority culture and I've got children, my children got to survive. So whatever I can do to make this playing field more difficult <laughs> for other children, <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I don't really mean to do it, but that's what I'm going to do. I was flipping the channel yesterday and ran across Barbershop 2. And Ice Cube was saying, I'm moving my son to the Catholic school. And the one dude said, we got sons too. And he said, okay, you take care of yours. I'm going to take care of mine. I'm going to do what's best for me. And what I'm going to tell my son is, hey, listen, we can ready to put some stuff in play that's going to minimize your humanity. It won't affect you if you don't go down this road. But if you go down this road, you're going to find yourself over here with some barbarian individuals Ooh. because we're going to make them have to live barbarian. Matter of fact, it's so many of them. We, we don't have a decree to kill the firstborn, so we'll let them kill each other. Mm-hmm. But we're going to put them in a situation where they'll, they'll do the job of Pharaoh themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't need no new Pharaoh. They're going to do it. Because they're going to want to become pharaoh of their own land. So they're going to kill each other fast as they can. And that's what the deal is. They're yeah. trying to put us in these circles that we can't get out of, that eventually become too crowded, and we got to kill each other. And you heard, mm. you all, you're you going to always hurt the one that's closest to you. Yeah. I think about just my, that's, the, mm. that's just in life in general. You come home, after I come home having a hard, long days of work, and I'm mad, somebody at the job that made me mad, you go home and you take it out on the people that's living it yeah. out. They ain't did nothing to, to you. you. Yeah. But that's 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 the that's the mindset. That's the psychological uh, effect that happens when you when you, if we just be honest. This country was just, it was instituted on 
racism. It was built. It was that's what it is. And in nineteen twenty and thirty and forty, they could say, "You're a black man. We don't want you living in this neighborhood. So we will not give you a loan." Over here, we would tell you to go in 1950, you red line. We'll tell you you can't live over here because during that time, it was just that's what it is. We, you black, you you are dehumanized. You three fifths. We still were living by the three fifths code. You know what I mean? Even in those times, it's segre- segregation, Jim Crow. It was going on, so it was just easy to say, "Hey, you black, we don't want you in our neighborhood." Therefore, we don't. We, uh, if you want to buy a house, go buy a house over there. Uh, this man's finna run for mayor. We got we got to shut this down because we don't want a black male. We don't want they were what they were doing is what they're keeping us from doing right now. They had a bunch of white citizens that said we don't want a black man in charge of us. And they had so much of an uproar that they had to do something about it because he was going to he was going to if nobody did it. And. That so now in 2019 it's not PC to say hey you black I don't want you here so we have to create innuendos we have to create uh, 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 strategies and go about about how we keep you from getting to the polls. social economic so, aggravation that's, that's all it. I'm gonna do I'm social gonna keep you aggravated yeah. I'm gonna keep you in this circle because we think about it and it keeps us massa minded right yeah so we still massa minded because. Every, you just look at it even in the church even in the institution of the church building. When we talk about major, 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 multi-ethnic, multicultural congregations, Uh-oh. the man at the front oh, is man. normally what is now normally not what color? Uh, brown, he, brown, and he black. He's not African American, like man. Nope. Yeah, you don't look like us. Just we just we just will not. People will not acquiesce themselves to the leadership. Yeah. Most of the yeah. African American, yeah. they they would once you feel like you've arrived. I mean, just think about it. But 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 we we've been conditioned too, because once we do better, we get out. Yeah. See, you know yep. what I mean. So 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 I had a white man tell me, "You a hypocrite. You say we don't want you in our neighborhood, but hell, soon mm-hmm. you make some money, you, you leave don't yours. Be in your neighborhood. Mm. You know what I mean? So why don't you do something to make your neighborhood better? If you got money mm. to move, buy two houses. Mm. If you got money to move, build a store. If you got money to move, if it's a food desert and you got money and you get ready to go out here and buy you a $2 million mansion, won't you put a grocery store there? Because you're not really concerned about helping people. You're concerned about talking about those who don't help Help people. Ooh, Jesus. It's no different than than a white person wanting to to make sure people... uh, think that they care about racial reconciliation Absolutely. When, they, when they really don't. Absolutely. It's important for them for people to think they do. Yeah. That's right. But so you so it's the same thing. We we're we're doing the same thing. It sounds man, like man wouldn't give me a fourteen thousand dollars to redo my air conditioning system at the church. But he gave me sixty five thousand dollars to send some kids to Young Life Camp. The deal is Young Life getting the money. Mm. I asked him straight up why won't you do it? Great guy. From 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 afar, he said, because I believe in Young Life, I know they'll be here. I don't know if your church gonna be here in a minute. Mm. 
I got a vibrant church. Mm. We we won the NAACP award for volunteerism. Mm. We won church of the year in Ohio. I got man of the year in Ohio. Yeah. I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah. We're doing all the work that can be done. We yeah. feed the hungry, clothe the naked, the Bible that you read. We doing it all. The mayor don't make a move without calling our church. The sheriff didn't make a move without calling our church. And the chief Supreme Court judge didn't make a move without calling my court. And the sheriff and the judge are on my board. I'm going to be here. Yeah, but so you wouldn't me give you me really. the money. Yeah. The problem is you'll help me not lose, but you won't never help me win. Mm. You'll be able to say, hey, I kept McGuire from going down, but you'll never be able to say, man, we did everything we could to make sure he got first place. Yeah. And that and that's that place of that's oppression, that, that's man. That's, that's that it. place of having to keep supremacy. That's that. So we gotta now position ourselves yeah. not to get caught in their game. So so one of the biggest games, P Mac, one of the biggest games is this parole game. Yeah, that's the lingering the, the, game. The parole game of you out, but you on parole and if you come in contact with a police officer. You can go to jail. You get a If you number. walking down the street and and Joe Blow and them got something going on, you just leaving the grocery store, getting some milk for home, and the police show up and tell everybody to stop, don't nobody move, That's and right. you there. That's right. So this there, there's a big uh Meek Mill and uh Jay-Z and and uh the New England Patriots owner who got some other stuff going on, so we won't talk about him too much. But uh they got <laughs> a, a reform a, a reform movement going on with prison and parole reform. And I didn't know a lot about it, but as I dove into it more and really, man, it's a, it's a, like Meek said, he's been on parole for 10 years. Yeah, Ohio, Ohio was one of the forerunners of getting rid of parole. Um, it, it was kind of abolished to a degree. Uh, so now you, if you have a certain number, which means you got convicted at a certain year, you can no longer get parole. Wow. So you just got to straight do your time. So yeah. when you come out, you're not under that double jeopardy. See, like with the poll tax, well, I'm sorry, with the, with the liking <laughs> to poll tax, mm -hmm. with, with the amendment to amendment four, um, it, it's a double jeopardy. You know, it, doesn't, yeah, yeah. it never allows me to get back on my feet because many people are not going to hire you while you're on parole. Mm -hmm. uh, too many stipulations about parole. So it got rid of that. The but job it, too far. The job too far. But what it did, Ohio had a had a, had a minimum time that you have to do in prison. So you only had to do like 65, maybe 60% of your time in prison. So 10-year sentence gets you six years. Plus they had these tails, 8 to 15. So you do 60% of the 8, then you go to the parole board. If you get, if they give it to you, then you get whatever time they give you back, which would probably be the minimum to the eight and then you get out so you don't do the tail so we don't have any more tails and we're getting rid of parole so mm -hmm. guys don't have to worry about if you can keep getting knocked at the parole board and end up doing 15 on the eight to 15 wow. but but what the deal was when they privatized the institutions the other side to this thing when they privatized the institution people started losing money because people start getting out early mm -hmm. so a guy get an eight to 15 i'm expecting this guy to do about 12 but now he getting out at eight seven and a half he getting out 60 percent of the eight now people losing money, so we got to get some more convicts in here. Hold on, hold on, hold on people. You telling me I'm a good citizen? I've done well. I had great behavior. Got I don't my got books. a GED in there. I don't. I don't. I'm working on a degree, and I got out early. You mad at me for getting you out? You mad early? at me because you took my money? Now you done took money out my pockets. You done got out early. So they making it look like they trying to help the inmate, but in 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 reality, they're just putting more time. So now instead of you getting eight to fifteen, you just gonna get ten. Hmm. Instead of you getting a five to twenty five, I mean, you had tails five to twenty five. 
You know, we had long tails, three to fifteen. And we had long tails. I mean, so that's a, that's like yeah, that's like you don't you, never you know. Don't know. You, just you don't, don't know. know you, that. Every so three to fifteen in two years, you go to the parole board, so you can get off. They can say, okay, you're gonna do thirty six months, or you're gonna get eighteen months. And so now you might get out right at three, or you might get out right at three and a half. So you out. So so the guy who was who owned the prison just lost almost twelve years wow. of your thirty five thousand dollars a month. Wow. And he got to replace that 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 convict. That revenue. So, that revenue. So that now revenue. if I got a 20-year plan on my revenue, mm-hmm. feel me now, and the average inmate goes in at 19, I'm counting unborn babies <sighs> to become my revenue. Mm. We got to start it off with the granddaddies. And with so the I got to strategize, yeah. strategize to get yeah. this revenue. To get this revenue. Yeah. So I don't even, the pipeline, see, they're thinking the pipeline started in second grade. The pipeline don't really start in second grade. The pipeline starts of the unwed mother to put her in a position to have a child by a father yeah. who ain't going to be around to raise the probability of this child becoming a criminal. Yep. It's mm. a setup. Mm. You privatize prisons. It's a Probably, setup. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't do no business plan. You ain't thinking twenty years <laughs> out. Ooh. It take you five years to start making a profit. Ooh. I gotta. Ooh. I gotta figure this out twenty years from now. So a child ain't even born yet. But see, the Bible says we give praises for them that are yet unborn. So the whole deal is, I'm making plans for the well, unborn. unborn. Mm, so you got these fifteen year old girls right now. They after you. Because you are not just, it ain't the fruit of your womb, it's the fruit for their womb. Mm. You see what I mean? I need you pregnant, girl. I need you having illegitimate babies. And I'm going to keep giving you money to have illegitimate babies. The more babies you have that daddy ain't around, I'm going to hook you up. Keep having them. Because most of those kids coming to me. Mm. Mm. And see, that's where we got to get radical. We talk about yeah, radical. radical yeah. Chaos, in, chaos produces genius. Hmm. The problem with us is we getting in chaos and we fighting and not thinking. Yeah, not we burning up neighborhood. We pro we we doing crazy. Yeah, and we we we, we and I can even I can even go into this and because of what I do with me being an artist. We, uh, in the words of Notorious B.I.G., would say, "Party and bull." Mm-hmm. And party, and and, and mm-hmm. what happens is, is that that as long as we have that mindset, they okay with letting us do what we do. And I can with with me being an artist, along with this pipeline that we have in education, it is why they choose to saturate our mindsets with what they do, with what they with what they give us when it comes to to uh, what we call art and what we call music. You know what I mean? Your your greatest artists are not on the radio anymore. Like it's mm-hmm. real blatant now. Yeah, yeah. It's like now if you don't have this sound, if you're not talking about this, we don't want you there. And I mean Jay Jay-Z is a is a is a uh, um I use him as an as, as an example of of real maturation through the hip hop course mm-hmm. like through his journey and his life and you see the maturation happening right um and i remember him saying when he was 35 years old um that when Memphis, uh when he had bleak and he had 
Benny Siegel. Mm-hmm. He had yeah. these uh, Kanye coming up at the time and Joel Santana, these young. I remember him saying on a documentary that, man, you can never. Uh, uh, look how crazy he talking. Like this young dude was in the studio talking reckless. Talking about he talking crazy about how he don't care nothing about nothing. He was like, man, look how crazy. He sound crazy. He said, but you know, I you never, um, you got to let the artist express itself. Never let them stop being who they are. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 put a muzzle on them. Now, 15 years later, he is like put a muzzle on them. Put man. a muzzle on. We have a responsibility <laughs> to put a muzzle on them. Not even in the sense of their art, but their mind. Their mind, yeah. Which he will said because their yeah, art. he said because which is that's what's gonna change your art. He said, I gotta put my people in a better position. It's almost as if he feels like he's almost a little responsible for the last 20 years of how hip hop is gone mm-hmm. to now that the moves he's making, he's making moves to where he's trying to enlighten brothers mind to kind of change the way they do things. So he does a lot of exclusive, uh, 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 you know, things when it come to hip hop artists and they make these plans. And, and I say all that to say, because like these people that own these labels, these distribution companies, mm-hmm. they don't look like me or you. They ain't, they not our color. And they got a revenue plan. And they like got a said. revenue plan. Plan. And they got a pl- they got a revenue plan. And they all sitting in the room. They all sit the same way the FDA is in the same room with each other. <laughs> like why is the Food and Drug Administration? Why is why Ooh. is food and drugs together? Mm-hmm. Food and drugs are together because he said food says to drugs, what can I keep feeding them? And then and they're gonna keep you getting paid. Keep them getting paid. And oh, he said you you could give them this, and then as long as you give them this, um, you'll get they'll keep buying your food and they'll keep eating this food, and we all we'll both get paid money. We good. So the same way the FDA is, is is together is the same way you have prison uh, pr- private owners sitting in there with people in all these other industries with all of the industries everything from human trafficking to a uh, 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 label record owning to internet moguls all the above they all sitting in a room because they their way of making money is is it's, it's like related, if you yeah. make money, I make money, and it all goes around the table. Five billion dollar industry. The private prison set is a five billion dollar industry, and it began at the state level in Tennessee. It's and now it's a five billion dollar. And you look at you th- when you think about it, it's like why are people making money and profit off of somebody being incarcerated, like? Let me let me let me let me tell you when I got an education about this prison thing. You build houses, hurricanes, tornadoes, whatever, tsunamis. They tear up these buildings, right? right. Have you ever heard of a prison going down? No. In a storm. Mm-mm. Mm. Listen, you can't escape. It ain't tearing down. It is the most volatile. It is the most vibrant structure ever made. All the genius goes into making prisons. It's a five billion dollar privatized business publicly. Mm. It's the most lucrative business in the world. Mm. Mm. It's the strongest thing in the world. 
the prison system is the strongest thing in the world. It, 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 it was first repentance, penitent, penitentiary. It was first, man. If we don't, and, and we are the number one resident. God. Yeah. I was just about yeah. to ask you that. It's uh, like taking vacation. We are the number, number one, one vacation taker in the world to prison. I was so, so people ask who who builds these prisons? Who is building them? Like who is? If it depends if it's a private state, you building this. You saying that the the state says it needs a prison. It finds an entrepreneur, a contractor, yeah, and the man says or the woman says, "I will build the prison." And then look, watch this, and then look at. All of the money that's spent, all of the contracts that you have building a prison. prison. Yeah. Do you know? And listen, I bet you, I think last time we looked, that's when inclusion came in. Mm -hmm. See? But by the time we looked up, man, it was less than 8% were minority-owned businesses that were included in these con. Man, listen, somebody got to send commentary. Somebody, a commissary, somebody yeah. got to send food, somebody got to make the clothes, somebody wow. got to do the laundry, somebody got to keep the ground, somebody got to build the fences, somebody got to get the bricks, somebody got to spray it down, somebody got to build the roof, somebody got to do the infrastructure, somebody got to do the, the technology, the somebody got to get the electronics, the, all the controls the of plumbing. the doors, the plumbing, the electricity. Listen, man, that is huge, huge money. And you're talking about having thousands and thousands and thousands of inmates man and you listen and then the bad part about it is some of these guards watch this are your uneducated rural workers yeah because they got to build these things in rural areas yeah and they don't look like us it's crazy man i'm telling you it's slavery it's slavery. If we got to catch up, we got to get our kids. But watch this. This is what the man told me when I walked in. This is Big Mac, your Jim City gent. Okay, I, I did five years in the penitentiary. Don't nobody know. Okay, I messed up. I didn't catch it. I wanted to play their game and forgot I didn't know the rules. Right. I, I said something to the guy. I said, man, listen, because I knew him. I said, AC, hey, man, this this thing, man, this is out of control, man. I know we did wrong. You know what I mean? But this is out of control. You know, I didn't live like this. And he was like, Silk. We didn't invite you. <laughs> this was a voluntary yeah. vacation. Mm. Oh my God. You knew the rules to Dude. this game and you can't win. He said, Name me five super millionaire retired players. Name me five. It's a game you don't retire rich. Not like that. Hmm. And the guys that do pay so much to get there that the money ain't even worth ain't it even no worth more. It. To live watching your back. So we, we have voluntarily put ourselves in some bad positions because the deal is Amendment 4, my mentor would tell me, if you, do, if you did what I said, Amendment 4 don't even have nothing to do with you. He said, you mad about something that you had a chance to not even be affected by. He said, Amendment 4, what did you worry about Amendment 4 for? You should have been worried about Amendment 4 when you were selling that kilo. Mm. You should have been thinking, man, they catch me, I'm going to have Amendment 4. I'm going to need an Amendment mm. 4. <laughs> you see what I mean? So yeah. that's, that's, what he would, that's what he has always said to me. Hey, 
Now you got to just live by the rule of that game because yeah. you played it. You now played you it. in it. You in it. Now, it's unfair. I got you. Yeah. It's, the, the church has to have a role in speaking up, and we have to say something anytime we see unfair treatment. Yeah. And really, the deal is, the deal is, is, is disproportionate. Yeah, you know what I mean. The sentences and the, the, the convictions mm-hmm. and our ability to fight against certain convictions because we can't afford the lawyers and mm-hmm. reducing the time, reducing the fines. Because I'm telling you, most of those folk that ain't don't look like us. If they go to jail, ain't no fine. Mm. Ain't no fine. Fine and court fees is absorbed in the sentence. I mean, mm. we just had an example, not that per se, but we just me and Trav was just talking about how a certain individual um, who don't look like us got probation. Oh, Lord. For what did he do? A uh, uh, um, bus driver. He was driving. Raping he was a bus little girls. Driver and uh, admitted to raping a 14-year-old girl. Admitted. Pled guilty. And got probation. First got offense. got 10 years probation because this is his first offense and there was only one. And, and the judge said there was only one victim. I have a good friend of mine. That would not see the light. They have, they don't want him to see the light of day off of that same charge. I know somebody right now, pastoring, who had sex with a girl, had a gun in the room. The girl was consented. When the people bust in, she jumped up, ran out. Uh, the people tried to rob him. He shot the gun. When they came back in, they said not only did he have a weapon, he was trying to get robbed, but that he raped a girl and it was a kidnapping and something else. And she was scared to testify. And he did 14 years mm. 14 years 14 years daddy gun was in the room people tried to rob him he shot at them I think he shot the guy in the leg he getting robbed he was having sex girl underage yeah. he was 18, 19, she's 16 15 but it was totally consensual but that is you know statutory yeah. rape but he got 14 years so we do see the disproportionate sentencing. Yeah. We do see yeah. the unfair. Those are the things we do have to fight for. Hey, man, do this thing across the board. If you can't, if it can't just be something that's automatic, we're going to have to get a mindset, a consciousness that does the right thing when these things happen because things are going to happen at the same time. At the same time. That's where our social justice come in. We got yeah. a, a, you know, ounce of prevention is better than yeah. a pound of cure. Exactly. And we, and we've got to get to that place. And the church has to spend more time with, with spending more, more time with yeah. these young people saying this, just, it can't be this route. Yeah. So, so what, so what's our, you know, what is our, cause you know, we, we know the problems are heavy. We know the problems are there. And, and we've talked about this before. I think it's a stupid believer who doesn't spend time, who only deals with an eternal Issues and never deals with earthly issues. Yeah. I think that's a a, think a, a waste of the waste. Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit was not given to you just for you to live in heaven. It was given to give you wisdom, righteousness, peace, justice, and all that stuff here on earth. So He was given to us until we get to yeah. heaven. Until we get into, yeah, exactly. Yeah, until we, get we don't heaven. need Him in <laughs> heaven. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean. So if you think if you think your job is just to deal with eternal situations on earth, then um, you no, know, it's another thing coming to you, but. You know, as believers, as members of a local church, as members of the universal church at large, guys, what is our, you know, you have people who, you know, they just believe that this is not part of our fight. Like these situations and a lot of those people are of a different hue than us because they're not really affected by it. But, you know, these are, 
you know, our brothers, our friends, our uncles, our fathers, our sons, our nephews, our sisters, our nieces, who are this 1.4 million, who are the people that had the sentence that, man, how did he get five years and he only got probation? Mm -hmm. So as believers, though, you know, as believers, you know, what is our role in the fight for justice? You know, we had the civil rights movement that happened. Most of those people were uh, were clergy. You know, the, the church, the African-American church led the civil rights movement. You right. know, these are pastors, reverends. The meetings happened at their churches, all this stuff. But in 2019, you know, we, we kind of have this theology now where, you know, that maybe that's not, you know, all this justice stuff. So what is the church's role when it comes to, to fighting for justice? Where do we sit at the table of the fight for justice? Well, I, I honestly think that, um, and I'm going to tread softly when I say this, but, you know, I have to Walk be, with the big dogs, walk Phil. With, walk, walk with the big dogs now. I ain't know you about to know a little soft now when I first met you. Well, I won't say, I won't say, I'm, a, I won't say I'm going to be soft, but I'm going to respectfully say. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, that um, I think we don't know, um, or not even not, don't know, that we don't, we don't care. Because, like you said, it doesn't it doesn't affect us. I think the church in twenty nineteen has um, become bombarded with sustaining itself for its members, mm. as opposed of doing uh, or making the priority of what Jesus said to do. Mm. Because it's a business now, we got to have a revenue plan. We got to have a revenue. So man. the same way uh, 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 P. Matt just talked about this twenty-year plan that private prisons have to do, mm. where they when we we forecasting for the ch- for the for the baby mamas, we ain't even talking about. I think uh, the church has done the same thing. I think we are so bombarded mm. with um, self-sustaining that we put no we don't put enough energy we don't put enough planning we don't put enough power we don't put enough resources into Matthew 28 um and um be, because we have created some of some of us some some of us have created um it unknowingly you know it just sometimes it just happens you know wow Boom, this happens. And when something happens, sometimes you got to maintain it. Mm-hmm. And then when you have to maintain it, sometimes most of your energy has to go into it. Um, but I think uh, I think that that's what kind of has happened with our social injustice piece. Uh, what, what, and just period. Like I think church as believers, we have just – and now we're doing our own thing. So it's like it's no – it's not no teaming up because man, I don't. I got enough. I got go. It's mm. almost like I got enough going on for myself. I don't need to take on what you got going on. But man, we can get together and we can do some. We can do some great things. You know, we can do A, B, and C, D. But I don't have time to think about that because I have to continue this revenue. I have to continue this upbringing. I have to continue what we have built, and we don't put. We got a building plan. We, we got, got a building. We got a new facility. We, we got about new. to build. We we uh. We got a budget. We got a, we got a mortgage on this. But yeah, yeah. It's, and it's not. It's just not. Uh, if I say that, you know, they ain't gonna give. If I if I get up and start talking about that in this church, and start talking about what's affecting people, uh, yeah, if I get up not. and really talk about immigration and 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 God's view on immigrants and how He taught the children of Israel, don't even take the stuff from the outside of your farmland. Leave that for the sojourner. Yeah. If I really start 
getting into that, then man, tithes and or giving may go down and. Yeah, I, I, when I was pastor and I looked at the wheel of ministry and 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 in that wheel of ministry there's there's a piece social justice piece on this wheel of ministry, and and on and I I realized that that was where we lacked the most. Now I may not have been the best person to do it because I need because I need to um, uh, concentrate on prayer and fasting and, and the giving of the word. Right. But I began to raise up people in the fellowship that that was our spiritual focus. Mm -hmm. And the spiritual focus was that all men receive fair opportunity, mm -hmm. fair equity, yeah. um, uh, fair engagement, and then uh, fair sentencing. Okay, or we mm -hmm. talk fair repercussions. So that was our deal, opportunity, equity, engagement, and the repercussion. And the key word was we found it in 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 the proverbs, fair. Fair. God was fair. Yeah. All right. And so every time you looked up fair, it's talked about justice, equity, and then those words sometimes were in those same verses. Mm -hmm. He's he's full of fair. He's fair and equitable and blah blah blah. So that was the deal. Is that it's fair? That's that's where the church has to make sure things in its community are taking place in a fair. Way it may not always go your way, and you may not always mm. get the mercy, but it just needs to be, be fair. fair. Mm. It the game needs to play be played fair, and but somebody has to watch that. Yeah. But the problem is, you know, my Michael Jordan scripture, Matthew twenty three twenty three, and it's talking about tithing <laughs> and all those things. It it listen. He says you got to do the one. But don't not do, do the, the other. other. Yeah. Don't leave the other undone. Yeah. Mm. And so we've got to figure out that balance, man. We've got to figure out that balance. And then for churches and people who've done it well, they've never brought anybody up to do it well behind them. Mm. So when you've got those great churches of the 60s that were completely social justice minded, they didn't bring anybody up. So the church of the 70s and the 80s didn't have that focus anymore. That person wasn't involved. And so we've got to do a better job of that that uh, uh, in the succession plan right. that even if it's not just the next pastor, well, it is it is the next pastor. First of all, they have to be social justice minded. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then it has to be a team or it has to be a concept. It has to be a, a criteria ministry in the church that follows that for your community yeah. to make sure there's fair housing, to, to deal with homelessness, to deal with the job situation, to deal with the court situation. Somebody that's reading the paper, looking mm -hmm. at this situation, look at the divorce rate, find out if there's some marriage classes going on. So the things that we even see in this church, that we even see at the Potter's house that are, that's taking place, you see that social justice piece taking place. Mm -hmm. We just got to make sure that we're able to watch those things that are taking place around us and that it's fair yes. and that we don't, we're not getting bombarded or bamboozled every time it's a black man or every time it's a it's a foreigner every time it's it's a mexican we we can't be allowing those situations to take place uh that's unfair even the children of israel when they brought those people in with them you know they we don't proselyte but they brought those folks in, in with them they weren't israelites yeah. but they were people who wanted a fair life man yeah, they were yeah. some of the soldiers that walked out with them yeah. some egyptians left with them yeah. it was the people that wanted a fair life and so we've got to bring people along on this journey man that want a fair life and we've got to do our job to try to create that but i'm, I'm gonna say this because i feel i heard it and it may not even been what you were trying to say but in an undertone 
but we got to make sure things are fair in the house of God. In yeah. the house of God. You know what I mean? We got we to make sure to be, that that's right, too. We got that's a lot what of I was, in-house stuff. We got a lot of inside. That's what I was going to go to. So I say, so I, 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 um, I think we have to live in faith. See, like, we use these cliches and we use these words so much, but you have to literally live in faith. Like, as a Christian, if, if my life has to be saturated with living by faith, mm-hmm. period. My thought process, my decision-making, my, like, my relationship building, mm-hmm. it has to be built. Because when I do, then I, I don't allow what has happened or what that person I think is uh, 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 um, dictate how how much I'm going to pursue, how much I'm going to build. You know what I'm saying? I can look like you know, it 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 would just it like I couldn't believe somebody saying to P Mac, we don't want him speaking somewhere. We don't want him like I love this man. I love what you have to offer. I mm-hmm. the wisdom, the knowledge. But there are some places you, that in this country today that just because of what you went through and because oh, you you couldn't even go like absolutely. all of the gems, all of the jewels that's yeah, in yeah. him. Yeah. And that's like that's that's crazy to me that you will stop an individual from changing somebody's life. Like you have the you have the the the, the testimony to change somebody's life, man. To say to that that stop playing the game thing, that's like real. That's like real. If we learn that, yeah. yeah. Man, we'll go so far along. So I think, and and I so I say this faith thing, living in faith, living by faith. Everybody want listen. Everybody want when we talk about justification. When we look up the the the, the define the theology of justification, God removing the penalty, mm-hmm. taking it as if we never did a thing wrong. Uh, 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 um, spiritually, He's justified us. Okay, well, okay, well, spiritually, He's healed us. Sin sick, you were sin sick, but. That don't that don't stop you from also praying for somebody that got cancer either. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I believe my God can heal them. That's right. I do know that He's healed my sin sick nature. That's yeah. right. But I also know that if He's healed my sin sick nature, I believe that He, he can, can heal, heal my yeah. my mother, my father, my yeah, whoever yeah. this is. That's right. So I don't stop praying for that. I keep praying because I've seen Him do it. Mm-hmm. And if He's healed somebody externally in the natural, He can heal somebody in the spirit. He can heal somebody in the natural. If He's justified you spiritually, He can justify mm. you on. naturally. Come That's on, right. like He can justify you naturally. And That's it right. is our job, our job to justify somebody. It is That's our right. job to speak up for some people because some people they will not be able to. Yeah. It is my job to go tell my white friends or those who I love it dearly just because they don't know a P Mac. Listen, I like I don't care who you is, bro. You ain't finna tell me, you ain't finna you ain't finna make him look like no kind of way. Cause that man changed my life. That's mm-hmm. right. Now you can you can feel how you want to feel about it. That's right. But the only reason why you like me, he got everything to do with you liking me. Yeah. So we got to start taking those stands for people that have praise God that he he's he know who he is in God. But there's a yeah. lot of men who that don't. have come out of prison or who have had a past that he's had that they don't feel like they have those opportunities or they don't have the boldness. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's a muzzle. That's a demonic 
that's a demonic attack so every on Every door that, that so God pressure. has opened, there's been nine doors slammed in my face. Mm. And a lot of people don't understand that part of the story. I've had people tell me, man, you've had a Cinderella story, man. When you came out, God just laid that thing out for you, man. When you, it's just like nothing ever happened right. for you. And I'm thinking to myself, you got to be kidding. You don't yeah. know how many days I cried. You don't mm. know how long it was before I had a decent job. You don't, I, when I came out of prison, my, my I was making five twenty-five an hour. Didn't have enough right. Money to buy me another pair of glasses because my glasses broke. I was wearing the car clint glasses for almost a year because that's the money I was making. But I came out and got married and I took on a family. So I'm trying to make ends meet, man. I'm I'm making four hundred dollars, if that, a week. By the time they take my money out, I'm three something, two something a week. Mm, wow. You know what I mean? So it did it didn't start off like that. I'm driving a car that was half pink, half burgundy, three tires wasn't the same, one was bald, no air condition. I got asthma. Oh, I'm driving no. in the summertime oh, and, no. and, and it was hot. That's that's how I went to work every day and worked in a place that was so inhumane mm. in General Motors. They took the job out of General Motors, put it in an outsource plant, and that's the job I'm doing. They call wow. it throwing carpet. So your headliner in your car, the carpet on the bottom of your General Motors car, that's the carpet I'm picking up, taking over to a machine, tossing it on there, turning it, Putting it in for the cut and watching this hot water make these cuts in there for all your lights and your sunroofs. And we got to, so while it's cutting it, you breathing the carpet in. You go home and when you sneeze out, they tell you to get something squirted in your nose and try to sneeze at least 20 times so that you can get all the carpet stuff out of your your nostrils and stuff. Because eventually they were saying it could be brain death. Now this is a job I'm working. This ain't, that ain't no golden road. This is how I'm feeding my family. But but you you but because of your past, a lot yeah. of times you did. Again, my mentors say again that's, that's the game, game you, you wanted to play. play. Yeah. So you wanted to play hard, play hard. You want you want you want to take the chance. Now here here's the risk that comes with it. But at the same time, some of this stuff, man, is set up for you to fail again yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 increase that recidivism rate. And yeah. that's what's unfair yeah. because now you don't give me another chance to live. I, I've been justified in the spirit. I've been forgiven. Yes. Now, somewhere along go. the line, somebody yeah. got to forgive yeah. and give me another chance. Yes. Yes. And 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 uh, But then the church has to also be proactive. Trav, and I'm sorry for cutting no, you no, off. No, the church also has to be proactive when not only do we fight for that justification and forgiveness, we also got to come back and mentor and coach yes. and make sure that the guy we're saying giving another chance to has given some fruits of repentance. Yes. Yes. And that's, you know what I mean? That's, that's the where, other problem. And that's what it was a total uh, 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 a good segue into when you think about solutions, you were talking earlier and, you know, we, we know this quote, you know, our spiritual father said this for years, um, a Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other hand, because you won't know about any of these issues. If you only want to talk about soteriology and, and salvation right. and doctrine and being reformed and making sure you understand which Bible you read and yep. KJV only, and you need to be an NASB and all this stuff. You will never know. If your heads are in the proverbial stands of doctrine and ecclesiology, you will never know that all these things are happening to people around you if you're not involved in the marketplace. You got to be socially conscious. You you have to be socially because this stuff is happening like this. If you if you a pastor or a leader and and you pay half attention to the people that's coming in out of your church, unless you behind the ivory tower wall and like like Pop said, you let the drawbridge down and people like you come in and the same people come in and out and you don't have nothing. Maybe that's happening. But if you pay attention to anything, 
if you deal with your people in your church, like this stuff is happening. And as believers, and I'm just looking at all these scriptures that have to do with justice. And one of them just comes out and says, for the Lord is a God of justice. <laughs> for the, so when you talk about the fight for justice, in my opinion, if we really believe the Bible is the infallible truth of God, that all scripture is, is God breathed and inspired by God and the Holy Spirit breathed it. And, and we follow Christ, who is the word of God the, in flesh. Then we're the people that really have the only great viewpoint on justice. Yeah, we, we should good, be we should be empathetic to it. Exactly. All, all good things come down from the Father of Lights. That's right. All good things. So all mm. truth comes from God. Mm. No matter who all truth comes from God. So when you talk about the table of justice, how can a believer not be at the table of justice? Because on, my man. God is this the is God just, of justice. That's because all I know is Roman for, I don't know amendment for. Mm. Ooh. And and, and if why. I and if I really mm. do know Romans for whatever the scripture, then I would know that okay. God is a God of justice. That means God, you're just. That means the 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 right and wrong, you made it. You set right and wrong in place. You set justice. So that means that even if I'm called a pastor, okay, who who are the Lord who are the 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 young men in my church, the young women in my church that need to be going to law school? Um I had a conversation with Pop, I don't know, this was like maybe ten years ago. I told him I was thinking about going to uh to theology school or, or seminary. I just had this battle happen. I was in college and I'm like, man, you know, I feel like I'm called to do this and I'm doing this on campus. I'm preaching, whatever, but I'm in school for business. And he was like, man, we'll need, man, we'll, we'll need another person in seminary school. You can learn all that stuff. Just being a part of a church, just being plugged in. You can learn, you can learn all that stuff for free and not have to worry about that. And I'm just like, and I believed him. I didn't fight it. Cause our relationship, I believed him. And I said, okay, cool. And I spent the next three years getting a business degree, learning about a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot of stuff that a lot of people want from don't learn about. And you know what? I look up 10 years now and the average joker that's going to seminary school, if he sat down with me, I probably got a lot more experience on ministry, actually doing ministry and doc understanding doctrine. I can go toe to toe with a lot of them yeah. and they spent all that money. And so, but you got to have pastors who have that mindset to say, no, we need people. Again, I've never thought about this. But if justice is being discussed at the table, as believers, we have to be at the table because that means that the the, the correct viewpoint, my God is the God of justice. He is. So that means we got to have righteous judges. Yeah, we got to have gotta. righteous attorneys. Got We got to have when righteous, righteous politicians rule. rule. The people rejoice. That's, that's, how you live, that's how you live out theology. That's how you live out I don't out care theology. about knowing. Like you, you, I'm going to go to school. I want to go to seminary school too. But I don't want to go and spend $100,000 learning theology if I'm not willing to, to live it to out. Live it. Or yeah, to you, practice it. Or most, most, of, most of them got the three out of the four. They got the historical theology, biblical theology, systematic theology, but not practical, not theology. practical theology. And that and that becomes the issue. And not many people have the, the benefit that we have. That's you true. know, with an individual like like we we sit with that that understands the practicality and and, and the yeah. social justice and the, yeah. the the hiring of individuals and uh you know and and the bringing someone on like myself you know what I mean to even be the youth pastor you know what I mean so that that those things that's not that's not normal mm -hmm. that's that's not uh, uh, things that you normally see and so we've got to we've got to get more pastors involved and more people involved but for this thing to be perpetual man there has to be a succession plan yeah that this thing continues to move on and so young guys like yourself you know it feel good to say that now uh <laughs> young guys like yourself you know um 
it, it, it's important that you're at the table. It's important that you have this mindset and just being able to have that balance because we got to do the one. You know, yeah. we do we do have to pay the bills. We do have to make sure the sheep are okay. We do have to spend time nurturing what's in front of us. We we do have a responsibility for those that are there. But it's got to be more than you cashing out my clothes. You know what I mean? It's got to be more than me hooping real good and, and, and mm-hmm. you making sure I'm living real good. It's got to be more than that. It's got to be some things that, that are being uh, empowered educationally, economically, socially, et cetera. I think also the plan of, of bringing those individuals up in tears. You know, the Bible talks about these kings had tutors and governors. You know what I mean? You, you king at 12, you don't know what you're doing. You know, you 19-year-old king, you don't know what you're doing. Josiah, I mean, you know what he was doing. He was a baby. He's a boy. You know what I mean? But you got people that you set in place that can help bring this. And so just, you know, I think I believe that that a lot of people don't do that either. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They just, they they get 60, they figure they're going to retire at 70, or they get 70, going to retire at 80, and they'll let them figure it out. You know what I mean? Or you try to put somebody in there that's 20 and they, they've got the wisdom, but they don't have the knowledge. They don't have some of the experience. They don't have some of the, the wherewithal. And, and and so you got that blank. So you've got to you got to tear that thing out. And I just think we just as African-Americans, man, we've just done a poor job of just making sure that we have perpetuality in the thing that we're excellent in. You know, mm-hmm. the guy that's a billionaire at home that, that had the dog food company, man. You know, he was he was 60 years old. And so when he got 60, man, he had a 45-year-old son. Or he might have been close. I mean, a 45-year-old brother. Might have been close to 50. And he said, hey, listen, I'm in charge, but you run the show. Okay, so he ran the show for 10 years. He got to be 70 or 80, whatever it was. The other guy became 60 or 70. He ran the show for 10 years. All right, he's still living. So he tells this guy, now now what we're going to do is we're going to make him the CEO. COO, he's 35. So now he, the guy, he, the COO or whoever, the president, he still kind of got the final say or president of the board. Mm-hmm. He's still getting paid. But now you got this young CEO coming. Now yeah. by the time he's 40, yeah. he can take over. And he can run this thing. It ain't yeah. it ain't just so new to him. It ain't yeah. out of hand. And it just took some time. We we, we just don't have those plans. And we don't think like that. Yeah. Yeah. We think for the now. So uh I, I just thank God, man, for you know, conversations like this where we can, you know, maybe not only encourage other people, but man, remind ourselves yeah. of how important it is to just think forward, man, to be forward thinking and be prepared for for what for what we have in front of us. Uh the seemingly poll tax. Uh, this this prison pipeline, uh, this injustice, yeah. uh, these bills that come out, we got to look at the ramifications of them, and uh, uh, we got to get out and vote. We got to exercise this right that we've been given, and we got to make sure that we understand the platforms of these individuals and vote our conscience as we've been taught, and uh, we got to pray for Nick Foles. <laughs> Trey, you said you 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 sound like you were gonna read something from Psalms or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, and this and that's a, that's a good good segue. In Proverbs um, has a lot about about justice, but one of them, uh, Proverbs twenty one fifteen says, "When justice is done, it is a joy to the righteous, but terror to evildoers." Terror. When justice is done, it is a joy to the righteous, but terror to evildoers. And, justice um, costs the evil. Yeah, it does. And the evil is about that paper, and so it's about that paper. when we um, you know, when we really, you you said something earlier, man. If God can justify me spiritually, it's powerful. Uh, and that's like Jesus. When Jesus said, "Man, it, what you think is easy for me to say, forgive this man his sins, or get up, pick up his bed, and walk?" <laughs> what do you think I could, I could say, forgive your sins, and you don't know what happened? But there's power behind that. That's the miracle. Is yeah. I said your sins are forgiven. Get up, take your bed, and walk. Is nothing. 
That's just limbs. I created them. I, I get up and walk. When we think about, okay, God justified me. What? But but the paradox is, if I see that you get up and, and walk, I might believe you can heal me of my sins. That's true. And if I see you in the community restoring, restoring people, then I getting believe back what on she's track, saying. Like it what works. you it's telling me balance, he working he, he works, yes. If God can just he can. says it always too. If you repair, if you if you mm, make if you a rep- breach or uh, repair, repair the breach the breach, breach places, then you will be called what? The it's ministers of our gospel. God instead yep. of crazy. Yep. If if you do those things. And if so you, uh man, great conversation today, guys. Great. Uh I enjoyed it so much. Um and you know, th- this is kind of it's not abnormal to us, but it is to a lot of places, and um, and so I'm hoping, man, some believers are, are listening, maybe, and maybe we we pricked them a little bit to maybe think a little bit more about what's going on around them, what's happening socially, um, and I want to give a shout out to uh, to our pop who's not here, uh, Bishop Love Bishop, you, Bishop, do no, your thing, you, man. Uh, wherever you are, I know you mentioned he sent me a crazy video this morning <laughs> that made me laugh, um, but uh, you know it starts with the head and a lot of what we hold so tightly because we've seen people before us. And so hopefully, you know, this this can be perpetual because we'll be able to carry this on in the future, man. But uh, anything else, guys, before we wrap this thing up? Go Jags and uh, yeah, don't don't it. don't sleep on the Lakers. That's it. I just got I just seen it. Uh, LeBron meeting with uh, Coach Tibbs. He wanted to be the assistant coach. They say Bron and his team met with Coach Tibbs. Not the Lakers met with Coach Tibbs. Bron and his GM Bron and his team met with Coach Tibbs because he wanted to be the. So hopefully Tyrone Lue wanted to be the assistant too. But you know, Bron is the GM on the court. So uh, you know we'll see how. How that go? Oh yeah, hey, and stay tuned for the Temple Builders tip of the day. We want to keep keep you fit, keep you right. So uh, stay tuned for that coming. Oh, and y'all don't forget if you got questions, comments, yes sir, all of that. Make sure you where you hit us at Trav, the Stew Podcast two, I believe at gmail.com. Or you could DM us on our Instagram. Oh yeah, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Stew Podcast on yes, Instagram sir. at or the Stew can- Podcast. The Stew Podcast. These two podcasts yep. on Instagram, on Instagram, um, and then you can also email us. Uh, we still on MySpace. Oh, now nah, we closed the MySpace account. Uh-huh. Now. We ain't no MySpace no more. But uh, hit bad. us up. Let us know how you like to give us feedback. Follow us on we on Spotify, on iTunes. Please review us on iTunes so we can uh, climb the charts. Um, but we want to hear from you and uh, see how you're enjoying it. But until next time, peace. We out here. Hey, out there, this is your Jim Gym City gent, P-Mac, and I'm here with none other than Mr. Tim Donald. He is the fitness director of Temple Builders in the Kingdom Plaza Mall, and today he's got our TB tip. Holla at us, man. Yes, sir. Today I'm going to be talking to you about the difference between a lean muscle and a bulky muscle. Okay, there are two different ways to be able to build that. Okay, um, if you're a female out there and you're trying to get that nice sculpted look, what you want to do is you want to make sure um, that you go with high repetition and lower weight. So you want to go about 15 reps, 15 to 20 reps um, for about four sets. And that's going to help you lean that muscle out, a strong lean muscle. But if you're a guy and you want to get that bulky, you want that you want that chest like it like it used to be. You want those arms nice and cut and that nice shirt, and you want a, more of a bulkier muscle. What you want to do is is take down. You want to go to about six to eight reps, and you want to increase the weight. So you want the weight to be as heavy as you can go, up to about six to eight reps, and four sets of that. So that's a different type of muscle. So if you're trying to lean out. Um, 
you want to make sure that you increase your reps and lower your weight. If you're trying to get a bulkier, stronger muscle, you want to go with less reps, six to eight with heavier weight. That's your TB tip. All right. Just got one question. Got one pushback. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm a single man. like to go to the beach. Uh, I don't want to increase my shirt size, but I do want to surprise them if I, I take my you. shirt off. I got you. So as a man that wants that lean muscle, do I follow the same regimen? You regiment? can follow the same regimen. You'll get the definition. You'll get the leanness. You'll, uh, you can actually add that cardio into that. And you can, when you go to working out, uh, you can go repeatedly. I do what it's called. If I got a short period of time, I'll go in and I won't stop. I go from set to set to set to set to set to set and just go through with light weight and just do basically four burnout sets of as much as I can do. It's going to give you a lot of definition. It's going to lean you out because you're trying to lose that weight. It's going to make you look real good. All right, y'all. Y'all heard it here with Mr. Tim Donald from Temple Builders, the fitness director. If you want to go lean, high reps, low weight. You're trying to bulk, low reps, high weight. Fellas, to the beach, surprise them. Hit them with that Goma Pow. My man, <laughs> Tim Donald with the TB tip. TB.